All right, Bryce, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Just chilling like a villain. I hear that. I hear that. Well, uh, welcome, everyone, to episode nine of This Will Be Terrible. I'm Staley. I'm Bryce. And before we get into our guest today, I just want to thank everyone for listening to our previous uh, episode, Sporting, and all the good shit you guys have been doing. We have been getting uh, a lot more emails uh, messages just period and uh, different like just brand deals period so it's uh, pretty amazing to see all that um, yeah, it's bro huh pretty tits bud <laughs> you're telling me like that one I sent you the other day like I'm I'm, I'm pretty hyped for that one <laughs> bro fucking of all places too I know I know I know um but anyway uh like to uh introduce some two people today that I've known for quite some time and have been supporting their music for I I believe well over a fucking decade now. Um want to welcome Gray and Panic to the podcast. Guys, thanks for coming on. Yo, what's up? Definitely well over a decade, bro. Well over a decade. Shout appreciate out to you. you. Appreciate you having us, man. Of course, of course. Um well, I'll start it off pretty simple. So, we kind of have the same type of uh format every time we go into it so i'll ask everyone well i'll start with bryce bryce how are you doing sir um i'm pretty kosher man i you know, smoked a little dabby dab and life is good oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> uh panic how you doing buddy oh not too shabby rolling up as we speak actually yeah. <laughs> and gray how are you doing my friend I'm good, man. I'm not indulging in the the marijuana, but I uh, I do have some vodka Red Bull, so I'm I'm with the vibes. I'm chilling. Yeah, bro. the two <laughs> things we're told not to mix in America. What yeah, are we- yeah <laughs> man. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. If you're not in it, get out. But <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, uh, as far as me, uh, doing good today. <clears throat> Today was like, it's it started off like so fucking weird. Like this weekend, I'm not gonna lie, I was like boring as fucking could be. I didn't do a like really fuck all. Um, Bryce, Bryce, you see my you see probably see my Facebook status. I I can't stand Pike days. Every time yeah. shit comes around here, I want to blow my fucking brains out. And uh, I I completely avoided forty the whole time as I was working over the weekend. Oh, me too. Like, what I, is uh, it? go ahead. Wait, what is it? Pike days, he said? Yeah, yeah. So around where Bryce and I live, um, this there's this big thing called Pike days. And basically, it's just a whole bunch of vendors and people that want to sell shit. And they just, go to different areas around here. Yeah, basically. And, imagine like the a mi- miles long stretch of just a straight garage sale that's basically what it is yeah basically it's like i'm surprised gary v wasn't here this weekend <laughs> fire <laughs> yeah it kind of sounds it kind of sounds entertaining honestly it, well, well, that sounds, some of it's not bad some like, of it's not bad here's the biggest problem i have with it and it's it's the same thing every year so 
when these people pull off to the side of the road, you know, the smart thing to do is to pull your car completely off the side of the road. But instead of doing that, they have half of their fucking car off and then half of their fucking car on the road. So then you have to switch into different fucking lanes to go around. And then these fucking idiots, they don't give a shit about anything. So they'll walk right in the middle of the goddamn road to go where they need to fucking go and shit. And it just pisses me the fuck off. So anytime this shit comes up, um, I avoid going out at all. Like, I, ha- for instance, last night out, I needed tobacco fucking terribly, right? And I was like, you know what? I could go right now. But I'm going to wait until 9 o'clock at fucking night to go because I'm not dealing with these fucking idiots. Thanks. Mm. But yeah, I just had to go on a little rant. I mean, I already went on a little rant on Facebook. Um, Did you get your tobacco? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bryce, if I didn't have tobacco, I promise you, I would not be a pleasant person. Well, shit, you a hustler for real, my my dude. Fucking <laughs> putting crackheads out here, Shane. I mean, you already know the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would tell you what. I'm Like I said, I'm excited to have both you on the... Uh, podcast i uh a couple weeks ago um bryce probably remember this so i had my friend uh ryan bronson on here uh good artist out of elmira new york um and it was definitely different if anyone actually listened to that i know i (laughs) if anyone listened i've seen people listen but um basically i was like shitting myself before the uh interview even started because i've never done no shit like this like, Bryce and I get on here every week. I'm completely fine. But when it comes to interviewing, I don't want it to be like every other cliche interview that you can search, look on YouTube and find. Yeah, no, nah, bro. This ain't no interview, bro. This is <laughs> just you and me, bro. We we go way back. I'm sure you and Panda go way back, too. So it's, Of course. This is, we catching up. Of we course, man. Shit. <laughs> and don't worry. We're still, we're still going to do that um, sit down one day. Oh, yeah. One day. One day. Yeah, that that's to come. That's a little tease for for the people listening. That's that's coming soon. A little antihistamine. <laughs> so I uh, sadly, uh, we actually have done a whole interview with Panic that no one has ever heard, including myself. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's heard it. Not even Anchor. You know why? Because no one could decode the audio. That happened that night. I was so fucking pissed, man. I listened. The, after that whole interview, we lit, it only was like five minutes that uh, actually got saved. And I was like, okay, this is not salvageable at all. It like, is. It's like every like 25 minutes, the audio would randomly cut out for me. Right. Yeah. And then uh, you got that would happen. And then uh, panic would lose the shit. And I'd be like, oh, motherfucker, man. I was like, this shit, this shit's terrible. <laughs> and then ever since then though you can uh ask bryce we've went to i've went to a different place and we seem to have better luck at this other place so yeah i didn't think the other app was too bad no the only problem with that app was that um we couldn't like access i couldn't anyway access like articles i had saved to read yeah because because, you know, that would require me exiting the app and then opening up something else to read them. Yeah. And stupid. it just wasn't having any of that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, even though we already did that, sadly, um, Panic, we're going to have to talk about your career. <laughs> like, your come up up until now again. Uh, I hope you're okay with that. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, let's start. Let's start with you then, Panic. Let's let's talk about your uh, beginnings up until now. All right. What do you What do you want to know? Okay. <clears throat> uh, like. Okay. Why? Uh, what made you interested in uh, making music in the first place? I just. Uh... I don't know. I just always heard of like a lot of music and I was like, I don't just something creative in me was just like, I always want to hear something like I would always imagine a sound, but like, obviously it wasn't real. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and you listen to jams and you're just like, wow, like how did they think of that? Like, it was so perfect. Like three days grace and shit growing up on that and you're just like wow how'd they think of that like this vibe is like unmatchable and then like i just always wanted to just just capture that instance that they that they did to me in my youth right well that's weird to hear only for a simple fact of like you're talking about like three days grace the type of music that they make like when you first started you you were and you can correct me if i'm wrong but as far as back as i can remember you were uh like strictly rapping back then Oh, yeah, like Eminem and shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, that was obviously, like, the initial influence. But I I guess, like, I was just, like, <clears throat> explaining, like, to, a, to like, a, a deeper, a deeper, I don't know, like, subconscious feeling that I had for it, you know? Right. Yeah, like I said, I, I, that was, uh, oh, weird, because I was like, okay, three days grace. I was like. You know they make good music. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, huh, like when you when you first came out and um, shit like that. At the, at the time, you and Gray were just strictly rapping, and then just you know, so that's why I was just basically surprised to hear the Three Days Grace like influence and shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they weren't like they weren't like an influence on like my my initial music, but like. It was just like that, just hearing that, like growing up on that music, like that instance that like made me want to make music. But like, yeah, like influence whenever it came to whenever I first started, like Eminem, obviously, like Hobson and all that shits when all that was popping. So right. I wanted to like, I wanted to rap like that, make music that was like, quote unquote, real and woke and all that. But like, we all, I guess, like eventually everybody like starts to grow as musicians and they want to make something different from themselves and reinvent themselves. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah, sense. <laughs> not, not to, not to jump in, but uh, it, it, if you don't mind, Panic, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, for me too, it, it, you know, it goes a long way. I, I grew up listening to that, and, and it has a very sharp influence on the creative aspect of the music whereas the the rapping part and the uh you know i i guess the the accessibility uh, of creating rap style music at the time period um created a platform where we could use those inspirations and, and still deliver like content that that we felt was you know a vibe uh, right and so I think like when, when panic says three days grace, like I grew up listening to three days grace as well. And, right. and, you know, it, it kind of drives it home. Like I would say 
80% of the concerts, live concerts that I've ever been to have been, you know, rock concerts, like Three Days Grace, Creed, yeah. Lincoln Park, shit like that. So it's like, like that inspiration ha has like stuck throughout, you know, the, but it, it's, it's more so the platform that, that rap and, you know, how Panic mentioned Eminem like that you know, the accessibility of being able to create content in that form uh, kind of changed the game for us, for me, personally, for me. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I feel it. I mean, <clears throat> like I said, as someone who's kind of seen the progression, I guess the biggest question I always had for, like, uh, you, Gray, is, okay, you, <clears throat> to me anyway, I don't know about anyone else, but it was like a complete 360, okay? Like, let's say, even though no one's, ever going to be able to find this unless unless you decide to drop like drop it oh off boy oh boy okay yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was such a complete change if you go okay i did this the other day for instance go back and listen to like take three right yeah okay and you know on there there's a few tracks where you're getting a little more sentimental and shit but you were rapping quite often on there and um, why do you think, or maybe it was a conscious decision to go more of a like R and B route over the time? I, me personally, I think it, I I found a, a style that really connected with me, um, and around that time that I, I felt it was connecting with me, I noticed a connection in you know the engagement with my music, so. I, I've always wanted to bring some sentimental value to what I create. Right. Um, you know, whether it's overly emotional or just like, you know, baseline, like this is a, you know, 140 character tweet, like that, that's what you're going to get type of sentimental. But at, you know, I, I think it, it just takes years of kind of finding that balance of, you know, where you feel comfortable in and, and where your sound is. And for me, it's, it's always been that balance. And it, to this day, it still is like, I still have songs where people could say, Oh, you got really, really emotion, deep sentimental on this one. But like, you know, some of them aren't like that at all, but it, it's kind of just like finding that balance is where I've always looked to, to kind of pinpoint my focus of, of creativity. I feel like me too. Like, I feel like, uh, like that's how I transitioned like doing the rebrand because I was always just rapping and I for a long time like I was like oh, I don't really like my voice rapping like I, I feel like I would be better like writing for other people and then once I started making like rock music I was like huh like and then like Grace said like I was like getting an engagement and people were like yo you sound a lot better doing this and I was like okay you know what I'm just going to rebrand and just start doing shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a, a trial and error. Like I feel, I feel like for as how long it took of my, like if we're like considering mine and or yours, like progression, it, it trial and error is, is a good way to put it where it's like, even though it, you know, it, it's a longer trial and error than most people would subscribe to. It's like, that's, that's what it's like to be like a creative artist, you know, like you go through these moments of, okay, you want to make this, but you want to sound like this. 
and you you don't so you have to kind of reevaluate and, and you know readjust from there and, and move forward right i mean makes sense at, at the same time uh that's one thing that gray always had was fucking a secret weapon in his back pocket fucking highway I, i'm pretty sure you can start yes, making reggae sir. and he still make that shit sound amazing Yes, sir. Where is Highway? Where we need to get Highway on this motherfucker, bro. Highway is, dude. He's he's goaded, man. There's there's nothing I can say that will accolade what what he's what he's accomplished. Like that man is he. Oh, I I know. That's why I messaged him. I messaged him on Instagram like a week ago. I was like, hey, buddy, I'd love to have you on the podcast. No, he's. <laughs> He sucks with social media, bro, for real, for real. He'd be locked in, man. He'd just be working. Like, that man is really on top of shit. Like, he's ready to go. Uh, definitely, I always will accredit him 50%, at least, at least 50%. I would say more, but for the sake of highway, I will say 50% because we like to cut it clean 50-50. That man, that man takes all the credit when it comes to my music, like, even if he didn't produce it, that man produces it. You know, like he he has a play in it, and yeah, he he's crazy. So having a having a team member like that, it, it I I feel like is really essential. I I think oh, it's fucking very right. essential. Fucking right, it is. Uh, real quick on uh, Panic's point. Now, when you were saying that people will. Well, you were saying how you didn't necessarily like your rapping voice that much and how you wanted to switch up and shit like that. Now, I feel like on your last project that you put out before the rebrand, I feel like I was, you know, I was listening to that for a couple of days uh, straight, just trying to like, I don't know, just trying to see like, okay, what you were talking about on the podcast previously and how you just wanted to change things up and shit like that. I still believe that on on those tracks you were still rapping really well you still had you know a good flow and shit like that like is the reason you changed one well i guess basically wanted to change up genres completely just like um you wanted to test yourself or were you just like kind of sick of rapping and just wanted a complete like clean slate yeah i mean i i still have some I still have like some some rap induced music, but uh, for the most part, like I just wanted to start putting out like primarily just rock music, just to because like that's that's mainly what I want to make now. Like not even just because people like how I sound better making it. Like I feel like it's just like it's it's just more me. Like the more I've grown, like the more I've just enjoyed it more. Right. Okay, yeah, I mean, that make, makes sense. So basically, I guess you and Gray both came, <laughs> have like completely, well, I mean, different time periods, obviously, but you guys just basically had like a change of heart over time. Like you started off with something because you were interested at the time, but then you just basically grew. I guess that's like. Yeah, yeah, I think grow is a great way to put it, man. I think it's it's like realizing kind of the potential and the value in your creativeness and then, and then expanding upon that into new areas that you in the moment feel inclined to create. I'm curious to ask you, Staley, you mentioned Panic's last project, which was under ecstasy, which, uh, what song stands out? Do you have like a standout song on that project? 
I, I'm curious to hear what that is. Uh, they closed Ross at the Crown Center. Let's go. Five. Listen. Five. 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 Listen. <laughs> I, I remember the first time listening to that project, right? And I'm going through those fucking tracks, and um, out of nowhere, I get to that song, and it says, I hear the fucking highway fucking uh, tag. Oh, this is about to be fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. That is amazing, bro. That's but so see, great. the production was so good, too, but there was a certain part. It was getting closer to the end of the song, and the way um, Panic basically uh, just started flowing like it was fucking like effortlessly. He was like making love to the fucking beat. It was immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Bryce, is there anything you'd like to ask my good friend? Uh, I'm uh, not sure who was uh, who mentioned it earlier, but um, uh, somebody said that uh, when they were speaking into the mic or rapping, um, that they didn't like the sound of their voice, and uh, I can. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, I, I hate listening to playbacks of my voice because exactly. it's like it's so like you know it's I don't know if it's just like a personal thing or like an individual thing where they just people don't like the sound of their own voice. But I am definitely one of those people. Dude, I can kind of chime in from like a uh, like I I went to to Full Sail University and no disrespect to Full Sail. I loved what it did for me, but uh, damn, kind of like fuck full sale. But like, I love full sale, so like, shout I go, out. To, I like, go to full sale. Do not say anything bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no. Shouts out to full sale. Man. Like they, I like that, dude. Honestly, like when people at like a lot of people will come to me. Not to change the topic entirely. I'll go back yeah. to what I'm saying. But like, people will come to me and say like, oh, um, you know, I'm. I'm interested in this type of degree or this type of, you know, career. And I've noticed that you went to full sale, which is like, you know, accredited for being very good with this type of uh, degree or career. And I always tell them like, I don't regret anything at all. Like I 100% would never take back what I, my decision to go there. Um, and, and the only reason I'm, I'm even bringing them up is because like of the fact of how good they are is when I was there, I learned about like why that is that, that uh, I think it was Bryce had mentioned where it's like, you know, you kind of hear yourself and you're like, Oh, you know, that's, uh, it's kind of weird. Like it doesn't sound like me. It's not what I pictured. Um, right. I remember taking a class, you know, in full sale about, um, music uh it, it was uh it was sound design i believe it was and it, it it had to do with the fact of like when when people speak their ears that you know receive the sound waves are, are hearing it in a lowered uh like with with less treble than they actually perceive or they're they're saying it with less trouble than they actually perceive. So when they say it, they they sound in one way, but when they hear how they actually sound, it's different. And that's the biggest disconnect between new artists or new people that are you know in the scene of recording their voice, and they're like, "Why does my voice sound like this? It's never sounded like that." It's 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 literally like when you speak out loud, you're you're 
reflection of your voice is brought back to your ears and it has less, you know, elements in the frequency uh, than others. It's kind of, I'm derailing the topic here. Tell them. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Man, that's you know what I'm saying? You know cool, what I'm saying? It's like, dude, believe in your voice, Bryce. I, I believe in you, man. I believe in you. Uh, no, no, don't count on me to be like, you know, rapper anytime soon. We'll get you in the studio, no problem, man. We go. No, fuck yeah, bud. Sign me up. Let's go. I'll put Death Re- Death Row Records out of business by the time we're done. Perfect. Um. So one question also that I I guess I I well. Well, I know you're doing it now too, Panic. But basically, Gray, why? I the biggest question I've always had for you is why have you decided to stay hidden? And by that, I mean, I think, and a lot of people that I've spoken to basically have always believed that you could be fucking no, no, huge, and shit like that. And I know you get a lot of plays and shit like that. But I mean, in the sense that, um, basically, I I feel like with the whole hit, hidden hidden side of you, like, do you want to just stay? I basically the big the only question I'm trying to ask basically is, are you are you purposely just trying to stay behind the scenes? No, no, I think I think um, to directly answer your question. With purposely trying to stay behind the scenes, no, no, I, I'm trying to put myself as out there as possible. Um, but in in the same sense, to to kind of expand on it, um, I, I think exclusivity brings or, or, or mysteriousness brings kind of uh, an attraction. You know, it yeah. it breeds attraction. It, it makes people one more and I grew up kind of when I was really in tune with with focusing on music I was studying artists like The Weeknd you know Frank Ocean shit like that yeah and you know even before I knew about Frank Ocean like The the Weeknd Party Next Door like people that came up by uh and, and a great example right now is After the Party After okay. the Party is an yeah. artist I listen to a lot and you can't find anything about him and it, it breeds this kind of interest uh from from consumers of the music where they kind they want to know more and they're very interested in in understanding what the art is centered around uh and i think that's always been my thing i i truly believe i'm talented and oh, at are. the end of the day i'm not i'm not trying to sell i well i guess in a sense i am a sales person trying to sell my music but it, it's never been a thing of like, okay, I need to push the industry. I need to push the market. I need to do this and that. It, it's more so just, you know, I'm going to do what I do in the way that I know how to do it. And I know that people that from the responses I've received. So if there's anybody listening to this that, that thinks differently, please message me and let me know because uh, I, I haven't heard differently. But it, it, it's basically they it seems to be they enjoy not knowing as much you know it, it's kind of like a cliffhanger so i've always kind of left that the mysteriousness up to you know 
you know, whatever, whatever people want to make of it. And I always say it like, if you don't understand the lyrics to a song, you know, you're going to fill those lyrics in and you're going to make your own lyrics in your head up. And then you might go online and find out the lyrics aren't right. right. And you'll be like, damn, but that, that's like a trick. You know, that's like a whole, that's a whole thing right there is like, you know, people, people will hear, see, believe what they want to. And at the end of the day, like, if you're really trying to like sell yourself and not even sell yourself, like that sounds bad. I don't mean that in a <laughs> negative connotation, you know, but like if you're really trying to like to push your art to like an audience that will relate to it, I think that's the way to do it. It's like people will relate with things that are, that are kind of left undertone and, and not described as much. Uh, you know, you don't want to like watch a, a trailer and see the entire movie, you know, like you kind of want to just get an idea of what's about to happen and then stay tuned for the rest of the movie. So I've always tried to keep that attitude for music, for life, for basically everything. When it comes to public image, I try and copy that. Makes sense. Bryce, you got anything? I, I have to agree with a lot of what he says. You know, keeping it mysterious. I think I think that kind of entices people and draws people, um, especially to music and just any various forms of media, movies, video games. I mean, so I think that's a smart tactic on his part. Likewise, I mean, you know, I, I, we can sort of relate in a sense. I mean, you know, when uh, Bryce and I started this podcast, I had I you know listened to a bunch of po- podcasts watched a bunch you know etc and study it for years um before i started before we started this and i was like okay we gotta like set ourselves apart everything sounds the fucking same you you click on one podcast and talk about one thing this next podcast will be talking about that same exact thing so i kind of wanted to branch out and i think that's why each podcast we come out with we're getting more and more listens and you know more brands are reaching out but they're also, I think these brands are realizing that we're not going to just, you know, take any fucking thing that comes our way just because we're a smaller podcast currently. Exactly, uh, man. And you, you, you got to pick a truth, not to interrupt you, but like, yeah, no, you, you're nailing it, man. That, exactly. Like it, it becomes a point where like you have a realization, you act on it and you see the results of it and you just, you go from there and, yeah, that's that's basically where I feel like I've been at. And, you know, in, in a sense, it sounds like that's kind of what you're describing. Like you draw from your core inspirations, you know, you listen to other podcasts. I listen to other artists and then it's like, OK, you understand what you are and what you aren't and what you want to be and what you want to give. Right. And, and the opposite of that. And then it's like, OK, you know, you know, the route you need to take to get there. Exactly. Now, uh, Panic, I have the same question for you. Why have you decided with the rebrand to stay more hidden? Um, uh, Yeah, it's like the almost like the same thing. Like I just found like the mysterious thing to be so exciting, like especially like listening back to whenever like I first heard like Party Next Door and like the weekend and shit, like couldn't find a fucking interview for the from these guys to save your life. Like <laughs> it was it was just so annoying. And I was like, who are they? You know, like it was just yeah. so exciting not knowing who they were. It was like that that like consumer and like 
supplier type of type of vibe. It was just like you're you're getting something from this person instead of like how a lot of artists nowadays you're just like you can feel connected to them. You're just like, yeah, you know, like this guy got the same sense of humor as me. This guy like, you know, likes the same things that I like. It's just like, yeah, well, <clears throat> you don't know me. You know, let's keep it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I fuck with that. I fuck with that a lot. It's 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 literally like the the balance of of like knowing you but not knowing you at all. Yeah, it's and like I'd I, rather you, I enjoy you... that as a consumer. I've yeah. always personally enjoyed that. Like I don't know party. I could say right now I'd be best friends with party next door. Exactly. Like if him and I were sitting down, I'd be we'd be having the great. He'd be on this interview having a great time but i don't know that because he leaves me in the dark <laughs> it's like i can i like listen to, <laughs> like i'll listen to a song and i like i'll be like oh you know what i feel this like i've been through that and then sometimes it's just like you know that's just a song somebody wrote for him you know that's just the song yeah like you don't know like this is the vibe you never exactly know. yeah but, yeah and when when you get introduced to the you know the full picture mm-hmm. you lose a lot of that interest regardless of whether the artist in question or creative in question or the object in question is elusive the way that i'm well we're we're portraying yeah. you know even if they're still you know very exposed when they expose more, it only makes you kind of less interested. So I think that's where I've always got the hiding. To to answer your question in the in the simplest form, that's that's kind of where it all came from. Like it, it's kind of that idea, and also it connected with me because it's just how I feel. You know, I I like I'm close with a few people. I think Jack Carlo says it on on one of his newer songs, Nail Tech, maybe. You know, like keep a few people close. Don't have people. I don't know. Something like that. Can't remember the song. I don't have friends. I just that's, have brothers. Yeah, that's the matter. <laughs> exactly. It's like people know you and people won't. And like people like what they like. And at the end of the day, that is what it is. Makes hmm. sense. Bryce, you got anything you want to ask my friend? Yeah, I like. I just wanted to say I like the, the way that he worded that. You know, just at the end, you know, not everybody's your friend. You know, some people honestly just pick and choose what they want to like about you yeah and then just kind of like fit that to their image so i mean you know you both made very great points about the whole mysterious aspect of it and i never really thought of it like that to be honest you know there i think there is a bit of charm to the whole uh you know this mysterious side of people <clears throat> and especially on a on a personal level such as music cuz you know as artists you know, I, I feel like you both know that, that, uh, you know, people will, like you said, always make their own interpretations to the, to your songs. So why not just keep it mysterious and make them form their own conclusions? Cause that's what people are going to do at the end of the day anyway, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, my question is, I guess, yeah, for the both of you, um, do you guys feel right now that you are in your prime? No, I, I always, I, I always do. 
Like I would always say yes to that question, but it always, I, I feel like I proved myself wrong and I enjoy that factor of life. Like, let's go. Likewise. I feel like every time I get in the studio and I make another song, I'm like, wow, like this is the best one, dude. This is the best one. (laughs) Yeah. It is. You, yeah, you've done it. I've, I've said like, this is your best song every time you've come and recorded, like, Every time, dude. I feel like we just there's always a level up, you know. I I enjoy the prime. I enjoy feeling like that. I do feel like that, but like I feel like it's never that. So there's always pressure. Right. That was that was kind of going into my next question. Do either of you ever feel like scared that you're going to like plateau? I know that's like I'm only asking that because I've heard a lot of artists talk about that, and like um just interviews i've watched or anything of that sort a lot of them say like their biggest thing is like the sophomore slump right like they have a big debut album they worry about the sophomore slump so i'm just curious do you guys ever worry about like plateauing dude i released a song in 2017 right right and it you know it i'm sure it's before i go yeah that song to this day is like my most played weekly song. Like I get weekly updates from all the streaming platforms. Over right now? Yes, from right now. Like no, I'm I saying can... no, I'm saying like even over the song uh right now with uh Alex. Yeah, yeah. Way over that. That song is getting nothing when it comes to like financial gain for me on like streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. That song's not doing much. You know, I know a tape you could put out and make a lot of money right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me. I'll be, I'll oh, man. Man. Take uh put okay, first uh, remaster take three, put that out, and then the very next week, drop take four, put like a future, put Hendrix and Fut and the self-titled future album at the same time. Just do the same thing with take three and take four. Dude, you know <laughs> you, you know, dude, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've been considering doing something project related with the whole like take insert number here idea. You should. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, because especially like I don't know about like you know globally or anything like that, but I mean right now I I'm not stupid. I see the sound the SoundCloud and shit like that. I see the fucking plays and you know how many people will uh you know play dude, shit. Shout out to SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. dude. That platform put me on to a lot. So shout out to SoundCloud. Not I'm. SoundCloud's not paying me. I wish they were, but yo, shout out to SoundCloud for real. Oh, they're, paying, they're paying me to say this, but shout out to SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, look at that. Pan, pan, Pour up. It's a song yet, and he already got a SoundCloud. Shut up, Gray. They don't even know me and Chad. That's when you hear your email notifications go off and there's something from SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding. And I'm like, I got to cut this short. I'm sorry, guys. I'll be back. I gotta go to New York. I'll catch y'all. Uh, <laughs> nice knowing you guys. See you later. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, so both of you have music coming up. Oh yeah. Uh, More so than you know. More than you know. Well, I'm excited for it. You know. <laughs> um. So, Gray, I already know your project release date, but what? When is your album? Well. EP album whatever you're calling it coming out dude I've had this problem of coming into release dates with an expectation of 
X amount of songs and these specific songs. And then I changed my mind. <coughs> so I think the two song project is working out for me at the moment. Well mm -hmm. enough to assume that I will do like short projects before I do another long project. But okay. in between the lines, which I released as singles. So every one of them was released like two weeks apart and they all go together from front to back starts yep. with on and off and let and ends with need to know. Yep. Those are the sonnet. Yeah, dude, that project is probably the longest project I will put out for at least another, I'd say like year and a half. I need, I need your entire um, data in your computer. Like I, all the files sent right to my email. Dude, I have so much, bro. I got you right after this. Just text me. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a ton of shit, man. That sounds good. Sounds <laughs> good. Um, and also, um, what is it? Panic. When should we be? I know. I already know your release date as well. But for the people that don't know, when is your release date? Um, uh, June third. I got my first single called Psycho coming out. Shit's a banger, like, oh, man. So whenever I got a little story about this one, whenever I initially recorded it, it was just, like, straight sad. Just sad as fuck. Oh, Boring. I love that. Sad. <laughs> I'm a Joe Budden fan, dude. I love that shit. <laughs> and then we ended up going to Philly, linking with Highway. Highway. And oh, this Joe. man put a little yeah. spice on there, turned that shit into a banger. Does it have the highway tag at the beginning? No, but no. It, you you'll know. You'll, <laughs> you'll know. What it is. You'll, <laughs> you'll hear you'll the highway know. influence. Yo, yo, yo! Sweet banger, man. June third, Psycho, and oh. I think Psycho that when it releases, I think it's going to do a lot, and it's going to set things in motion, and we are going to release a lot of music together. I can't fucking wait. It's all lined up, you know, it's already written. So whether whether the people that listen to this like the song or not, it doesn't matter. The songs are going to, we have content. Right, it's right. And, well, shit, what, speaking of like you guys coming out with music together, that hasn't happened since like the very beginning. I remember you guys put out a mixtape together. Right. Oh, yeah. right. The Bro. legacy. The legacy. <laughs> yeah. We were literally going to call, uh, I don't know, Staley, you might remember this, the, the Legacy of Two Gs. Yeah. We were going to come out with a, a two-song project called The Legacy. It still might happen. We don't know. You know, <laughs> it, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. But we awesome. got the songs ready. They're there. Right. Are they there just, are they just a, um, a whole bunch of diss tracks on Amazing Ace? <laughs> <laughs> At least three. At least <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Bryce I wish you I wish like I knew you back when this shit was going on because I'm telling you there's so many fucking stories here oh, oh that was a great time what a time to be alive you know oh, you're fucking telling me. <laughs> oh my uh Bryce is there anything you'd like to ask my friend um so I know you guys know each other more um about each other than I would. Uh, you guys been friends for a while, like since before high school, during high school, or longer than that, maybe. 
Yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't know. It was probably high school. Yeah. We weren't friends for a while. Like uh, we The were... only reason I, I asked, sorry to interrupt, was just because I feel like I have heard about you guys before because Staley and I went to high school together and I, I believe know, I, I had her. Promoting the fuck out of them. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I... Shout out. Dude, shout out. Let's go. Staley, <laughs> you've always shouted the fuck out of me. For real. Sharing shit since day one. Hell it. yeah. It's fire. Oh, sorry, yeah. Bryce. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I mean that—that that was my—that was my question. I was just curious how, how long you guys have known each other. Yeah, I think probably what was that? Ninth grade? Was it before ninth grade? I'd it, say about ten years. No, no, yeah. no, more than that. Because from 2012 is whenever we put out. Or oh no. my goodness. Was it? Distant Memories 2012. I think. Dude, we had to have known each other since seventh grade then. Yeah, because it had to be 2012. Because yeah. didn't Romance Salute come out at that time? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Real Man Salute? Bro, oh, shit. <laughs> this man is Nordwar with it. Let's go. Bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hell yeah. Yo. Oh my gosh. Nice. So, yeah, it's been 10 years at least. For real. Right. <laughs> I only thought back to that because I forget which song it was, but you, you I remember Gray sent me a message and it was like, Hey, uh, we probably never talked, but, uh, you mind, uh, voting for us on this, this, uh, con- it was like a contest type of thing. Or if, if you got X amount of votes, you got this or something like that. So I was like, yeah, I know coffee for sure. And, and then, um, I mean, it was basically since then when the music started coming out and then, you know, and then you see the progression up until now. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy. It, it is. Uh, yeah, we've we've because uh, I I lived in Cannesburg. We not in Cannesburg, but that area. We hung out. We made music. Then I moved to Florida with Highway, so I really locked in with Highway, and I came back, and then me and highway started like just linking up with panic and bro the music is crazy it's really good it's coming out soon i i think it's i think it's gonna set like a new level for me personally so i'm very excited for it and i i hope the people that listen are excited as well oh of course well you already know my fucking ass is i need some new shit like this, Let's go. <laughs> like this uh, Friday, for instance, like music releases wise, I was going through the shit. Like I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I got stunner, stunner for Ve- stunner for Vegas. And I was like, okay, payroll Giovanni and all this shit. And I was like, you know, it's decent shit. But like, there's like a certain place in time that shit can like hit. And like at t- at uh, fucking midnight or one in the fucking morning, I'm not trying to hear that. Like I'm trying to hear Chris Brown right now. you know i'm like what the fuck um but yeah like i said i've seen i've seen both your um release dates i was like good okay now i can look forward to something good um and fuck well wait i actually did want to address something so there was a brief time period for a couple years now you can you know correct me if i'm wrong at any point in this were there was there a time period where you guys stopped speaking 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. I yeah. The, it, there was I don't know, it's just like that moment of I in retrospect me looking back on it was like the place that I grew up in is very like musically inclined. There was a lot of competition. And I, I feel like in retrospect, a lot of it was misappropriated because of me growing up in that environment. But like, yeah, there was a time when we didn't talk, I think, for sure. There's a time I think a lot of, dude, I reconnected with a lot of people Yeah. when I came back here. And it's like, bro, everybody here is really good. Yeah. Really talented. Good vibes. Yeah. I think right. it was just like, also like <clears throat> the people I was like, surrounding myself with making music with like i feel like they weren't taking it as serious as i wanted to and then you know it turns out that's that was literally the case so that's that's why like you know me and gray been working together so much more like because i i like working with people you know who who wants to work by themselves especially with an engineer as good as gray and producer as good as highway shit's too easy yeah yeah, like I said, I was just always uh, curious because it was like a big change. I didn't really notice it until like a, maybe a, a year or so ago, but I was just sitting there thinking and like, you know, I told you before, Gray, I still have like a lot of the old files and some of the old songs like through email and it was so weird seeing, fuck, I don't want to shout out all your last fucking <laughs> um, aliases because I know you just want to be panicked now, but seeing you and X and shit like that, and then seeing you guys not on a track for like X amount of years, it was like so, such a big fucking like world change there. Cause it was like, okay, usually most of the time you're getting gray and panic on the same, on, on a, like a song together, album together, or something. And then what, like, I think three or four years without like uh, you guys featuring on each, uh, each other's track. Dude, might even be longer than that, honestly. Yeah, I think like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think like when I came, like we started recording together, and then like it just slowly became a thing, and I was like, bro, like this music is crazy. <laughs> <For good." real. laughs> and it was just like, dude, we started. Yeah, we made it. We, dude, we have. However many songs you think I got unreleased, that's the number I got unreleased with Panic. And then it's like, <laughs> I got doubled at myself. Doubled up. And this man's over here, Panic, got like quadrupled at. Double so, cup. It, it, <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it's just like, I don't know, it became a vibe. It's like, I went to school for music. I worked with a ton of talented ass motherfuckers. Everybody that I met and worked with was talented as hell. And you can, it, it shows, man, like they're out here doing their thing. So in my, where I'm at now, I, like I came back and I didn't, like it was like, damn. But then I realized like, bro, there's so much talent here. Like, a shout out to a lot of everybody in this local area. Like it's Pittsburgh's honestly like really good for music. Oh, you're like, telling I'll... me <laughs> I put together a playlist uh yesterday just because I was bored and had nothing better to do at the time. And uh it was like it's a playlist just Pittsburgh only, just Pittsburgh artists only, right? And 
have over, and th- I wasn't even completely done with the playlist yet, but I got, uh, end up having something to do, but there was like, there's like 800 songs on that shit, like, you know, 45, 50 fucking hours worth of goddamn music. Just Damn, for let's go. You know, and, um, I think, I think we're slept on for the fact of just Philly's just too fucking big, and there's too many fucking people there, and there's too many cosigns, so, here, you know, I mean, it's like if you, you got to really make some fucking killer shit to like be like to really, really make it out of here. Like um, before he died, you know, RIP, but before he died, fucking Jimmy Wapo, he was he was well on his fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, man. That yeah. And that shit's sad, man. That happened right around the time with uh with uh, XXX to Nashiana yeah. too. Yeah. That was just crazy. I remember that. I was in Philly when that happened. It was just like, yeah, man, it's crazy. The the competition, going back on what you were originally saying, yes, the competition, I feel like, is very fierce. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I think that's what makes it so good. I, I think if the competition wasn't fierce, the sound that was coming out of this area would sound a lot more lackadaisical, you know, right. For lack of better words, that's, it would be very simple. I I think we push the boundaries consistently in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and just, I mean, highway lives in Philadelphia. So, you know, I got to shout out Philly too, but like we, we always push the boundaries, you know, I've met a lot of dope artists in both areas and I think we, continue to just try and evolve from from what is like considered good like right. I, look, I look at so many artists like that blew up out of like just pa altogether, and like pretty much all of them are goaded you know what i mean like we got like pete uzi meek fucking yeah like Wiz, mac all them cats and they're fucking goaded all of them yep they sure fucking are I mean, you know, for me, when I, uh, just real quick fucking sidebar, I know when I was, uh, I sent that playlist to one of the uh, group chats I'm a part of on fucking Facebook yesterday, and the one guy was like, does, he was like, no funny shit, but does Pittsburgh have a distinct sound? I was like, absolutely. So then sent him like a couple different fucking artists and shit like that. He was like, uh, <clears throat> he was like, I don't know. I think I still hear like the same 808s and like trap beats and you know shit like that. I was like, yeah, but unlike the other regions, you can still you can hear the hunger in literally every fucking artist we have. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> dude, exactly. facts, man. Facts. It's the hunger. I think that's it's like that. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Wapo is you know a, a great comparison to that. And I think Jimmy Wapo really delivered what pittsburgh rap and the the music style and the hunger it, it was all transparent when he created right so I feel I, the same way about like uh johnny mace i don't know if you've uh heard of him or not but he's out of uh Manesson and uh i listened to this project he had called gotham and he had um uh fed the god he had stunna on there he you know all the it was a complete pittsburgh album Nothing but Pittsburgh artists on that shit, Damn. and like you can, you can just hear like the the beats and the rap and shit like that. Everybody 
around here that makes music is so fucking hungry for a fucking opportunity that they they're just recording non fucking stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Full circle here. Bro, you panic this man has never not been hungry. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> dude, I'm sure you know. Yeah. This man, this man is hungry. I love it, man. It's it's great. It's it's very motivating and inspiring to be around. And I think that's where the music is sourced from. Like oh, of course. full and full, I think that's just where everything comes together. I agree. I mean, you know, I I told Panic on the previous uh podcast, like, you know, I just told him I'd be completely honest with him. I was like, you know, I spent a couple years I was like, you know, kinda away from like the local scene. And, um, you know, wasn't necessarily listening to anyone really, you know, besides, besides you. And I was like, it was no offense to him at all. I just kind of, kind of fell back after I had kids and shit. So, um, and, but then when I seen you post his previous album and shit like that, I was like, you know what, let me go fucking check it out and shit like that. And, you know, I was very, you know, happy with the fucking work of art that I fucking got I was like okay this is some really good fucking shit and then you know I obviously went back and I was like okay let's go see all the other you know good shit I was missing over the past few years and um you know I was like see I should have never fell off the face of the fucking earth uh, I appreciate <laughs> it man <laughs> yeah no problem <laughs> um shit Bryce you got anything you want to add my friend uh, nothing I can think off the top of my head dude all right. Yeah, I know this was going to be kind of like weird for you because like you're just meeting these guys. <laughs> but I feel no, right. Bryce, it's good good to fucking meet you. It yeah, good to meet you too. It's fun. You know, like we we got to sit down and have a drink together sometime, man. Oh, like, man, I am we all do. Dude, Staley, it's long overdue, bro. Like what the fuck is happening? We should have been at a bar for this whole podcast. Well, I, I told you this, this is what this was gonna happen, right? So we're doing this podcast now. Uh, after this one, you know, uh, Bryce and I will do a few more. And what's gonna end up happening is Bryce, myself, you, Panic, we're all gonna fucking uh, get together and have an actual sit down interview. The only thing that necessarily would need as a fucking video camera. Bro, I don't have one of those. I got it covered, man. I got everything covered. Oh, Let's just set it up. Oh, I live right. very far away. Oh, fuck. I got everything yeah. covered. Yeah, dude. I got like a Nikon DCM5. I don't even know, dude. It's I can't. I'm, I've smoked this blunt with panic. And I'm not <laughs> good when I'm high. But like, it, dude, trust me. It's We're, we're fine. I got him. I'm, I'm go. telling you what, you're so you're so good to me. I'm gonna wife you up one of these days, dude. I'm <laughs> fucking I cheating, backstabbing slut. <laughs> Bryce, I'm just kidding. God, I have to say that for the podcast. I would yeah. never uh, cheat. They fucking said you would say that, bud. Anything to go viral, Bryce. Come on, say a controversial controversial take right now, Bryce, so we can become really popular. <laughs> Bro, you're about to be donkey dicked until you turn purple. Keep playing with me. Okay. See, that's not controversial. I need something like no one believe, no one like everyone would get really pissed at. Like I'm trying to think of one right now. Uh, Jeff, oh. you can't melt steel beams. Oh, oh Chris Ben Wall, your ass. 
<laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, fuck. Let me think. Ukraine earned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm... Anchor just heard this in their fucking back, <laughs> back studio. And they're like, about to get blacklisted for Spotify. Hey. Yeah, pretty sorry. much. You've been banned. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everything on here is a joke. These Everything. are all props. <laughs> These are yeah. None none of the things in this podcast are uh, real. It's all props. Bro, bro, Taylor. Not not to change the subject, but my G. And I'm sorry, Bryce, to leave you out of this. I just don't know you, but Taylor, dude, yeah. how are you doing? It's it's been some time, man. You got a family now, bro. I love to see it. I see the updates now. I love it. Like it's great. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, two uh, two kids. You know, uh, second one lives with me. The other one, he lives with uh, his mom full time. I have him on weekends and shit. Um, other than that, I uh, just work. We're you know trying, trying very hard to make it so <laughs> podcasting can be Bryce and I's full time career as the time progresses and. If the numbers keep going the way they do and the people keep supporting the way they have. Um, and I think the biggest thing, as long as we continue to appreciate and not be like some of these other podcasts, uh, I'm not going to call any out. Um, just know that we are the best and we're better than every single one of you fuckers. Um, just want to say. <laughs> love it. Let's go. Um, th- you know, I agree. I, I agree. I fullheartedly agree. I haven't been on any other podcast except this one. Right, so I might be biased. Oh no, completely. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you, bro. Yeah, no, let's go, let's go. It's, uh, it's yeah. not biased at all. You guys know who the goats are of the shit. Um, <laughs> but anywho, I just want to say, like, basically, some of these podcasts, I've heard them over the time, where they literally will t- talk about how much they appreciate their uh, fan base, and then once they uh, get on. They don't ever shout them out at all. They could give a fuck less because a company signed them and now they're doing amazing. Bro, what's what's your? Uh, I don't. I'm, I know we're an hour and two minutes and twenty one seconds into this, but I don't. I don't. I don't want to take up too much of your time. But how did you get into podcasting? Like, how did that come about? I'm curious to hear about that. Like, just okay. we haven't really talked, and I, it's it's nice catching up with you. Right, yeah, I don't want to keep this going too long either. However, I'll I'll give you a little backstory. Sweet, so, perfect, perfect. So basically, I um over the years have listened to um the obvious podcasts, the uh, Joe Rogan podcast, um the Pat McAfee show, um, and the one that really got me into podcasting though was the Joe Budden podcast. Now Joe Budden has been, was my favorite rapper up until uh, right now. He doesn't even make music anymore and he's still my favorite rapper. Right. Um, so when I started listening to his podcast and he was always talking about the creators and um, you know how um, it basically just had me thinking like, okay, do I just want to keep on working a nine to five forever and just be fine with that? Or do I want to try something different than anybody else? So I remember I was still working at the Home Depot at the time. There was this guy there. His name was Jim. Shout out Jim. He uh, basically said, he was like, listen, man, 
I think you I think you just started a podcast. I'm like, why? He's like, you got the voice voice for it. you got a good sense of humor. He was like, I think people will uh, like it and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, I just don't know who I'd get on like to do a podcast with me. And he was like, oh, just do it by yourself. Think you could handle it yourself and shit. Um, so I kind of took that in and kind of uh, thought about it for another year and a half. Um, <clears throat> then one day I just made a status on Facebook and I was like, I'd love to start doing a podcast. Who'd be interested? And a couple of people reached out. However, I think the biggest thing people need to know about podcasting, like, because some of our listeners, for instance, they've reached out to me and were saying, like, okay, what's the most important thing about uh, podcasting? And I think it has to do a lot with personality because there's been so many podcasts that I've tried listening to that people just sounded so fucking bland and they had zero personality to where you just want to turn the shit off. So when Bryce commented on that status and said he'd be down to do it, I knew who I was picking immediately. I didn't have to even talk to the other people. Um, you know, there's no disrespect to them, but Bryce has a great personality, great sense of humor, and is gorgeous. Yeah, that oh too. God. I mean, fucking, <laughs> fucking, but don't, don't Bryce, back there. Get out, Bryce. Yeah, <laughs> finally, my time's come. <laughs> Not the only thing coming tonight. Um, oh, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Call me the panty soaker. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, uh, I told Bryce, let's do it. I think it was a week later. I uh, created a logo for us, and I was trying to sit there and think of a name, and I was like, what's something that would draw people in? And I was like, well, since we're brand new at this, neither of us have any done have ever done any media shit. I was like, I was like, let's just call it. This will be terrible. Dude, and- I love that name, bro. I gotta interrupt <laughs> you to say that. I love that name, bro. I've seen it come up like way before you even hit me up, and I just like, I love that name, man. It's thank you, thank you, thank you. I think it's perfect. I appreciate that. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> it shows up on my Spotify like weekly podcast recommends. And I'm like, Good? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Like, let's <laughs> fucking go. And I'm like, dude, it's the name. It's it's so enticing, man. Sorry. Yes. Exactly. Just, oh, you Just want to just want to make sure that I am um really hacking into the Spotify algorithm. It's good to hear it's working. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, hit Bryce up, got the name and everything like that, and then it was the first Sunday because Bryce basically only has one day off per week. Uh, yep. And he has two jobs. So I was like, okay, we can record Sunday, drop on a Monday. Not many podcasts drop on a Monday. Anyone with any note- um, noteworthy podcast, anyway. It doesn't even matter if there was. I mean, personally, they all suck. Um, but we decided to drop on Mondays, and it seems to work. Our first podcast, I was so surprised. I think Bryce was, too. We had, like, 120 fucking listeners Let's on our go. first podcast. Yeah. Wow, that dude, that's really good, man. Well, <laughs> if I dropped a song and got 123 listeners, bro, like the moment it happened, bro, that's yeah, let's go. Right. And you know, we were very surprised by that. And then, you know, as time progresses, we move up listeners every um every podcast. And I sent Panic a fucking picture of our uh, Facebook statistics like 
a week ago or something like that. You remember seeing that panic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, this shit is fucking bonkers. And it's so weird to figure out Facebook Facebook's algorithm for the simple fact of, um, like, our page, for instance, only has about 65 to 70 fucking likes on it. But yet, like, we're reaching so many fucking people. Um, I think there's just people that just decide not to like the page, but they'll come and visit the page anyway. Um, but you know, it's just it's going really fucking well, and things are moving incredibly fast. And I had to kind of catch my breath sometimes when I get these fucking emails from these different companies and shit, um, and not like fan the fuck out, like, oh my god, X company is reaching out. This is great for the podcast. We can finally, you know, do it full time and think of more of a business aspect of, uh, like, okay, do we w- really want to? be represented by this brand or sponsored by this brand or get this brand to send X out to us. It, it's um it's a lot to handle. Um but it's I mean like I said it's it's going so fucking well and I honestly I'm not just saying this because he's on the podcast but I couldn't have picked a better fucking co-host. Bro, you guys are great. You guys are amazing man. This I bro I've only done one other like audio thing before this i don't even know if this part's gonna make it into what you release oh it will okay in that case let me reiterate no i'm just kidding um <laughs> you you guys are dope man you guys are dope i i did one uh one like interview podcast thing before this with uh curbcast i don't know if it's still a thing but shout out to kirby from when i was in college at full sale down in orlando <laughs> kirby curbcast he was uh, yeah he brought me on his show and it was dope man you guys are dope people you're good at like hosting and i don't know you fuck with music i like that let's go yeah we appreciate having you on here bud yeah man so dude it's always a good time yo the bar the bar has to happen the bar like sit down you know i I am the only father in here you fuckers One trustee playing a game of Jenga, you couldn't pull out shit, bud. <laughs> See, Bryce, there's a big difference between pulling out and trying to pull out. Believe me, I was not trying to. <laughs> I it didn't even cross my fucking mind. <laughs> Set balls deep. That's the only method I know. Let's go. He said you can do that. <laughs> but uh we are at 70 minutes now uh this is way longer than these uh our uh, listeners are used to but it's okay we drop at 6 a.m you guys can have this a lot of people say they use this when they're on their way to work in the morning so uh kudos to all y'all um i want to again say thank you to uh gray and panic for coming on the uh podcast um be excited for their music Gray drops on twenty seventh, correct? Correct. XO. Okay. It's a, it's a, uh, this, I'll announce it here for the first time. It's a two song project, and it releases on the twenty seventh. All right. Featuring right. Heartbreak Fever, and I'm very excited for it. All right. So, just to let you guys know, there's you know two songs from uh, Gray for you to check out, and they'll be a total of two minutes each. So four minutes. I mean, that's long enough to fuck too. No, no, it's a total of like six minutes. We got some time. It's we about just, extra minutes. We're, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. <laughs> oh god damn it! Four minutes is usually like my go-to. Like four minutes. That's how long I can go for. Perfect. 
Um, three more minutes than I need. Yeah, one of them drags out a little bit, but it's cool. I think it's a vibe. It's a vibe. You got cool. enough time to clean up afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, and then, yeah. and then, if you guys. <laughs> and then on uh, June third, uh, you guys can, uh, if you want to, I don't know how the song is exactly gonna sound yet, but you can try to fuck the psycho by Panic. Um, it's a little sad. Might be an emotional fuck. That's okay. That. I like to cry when I'm fucking anyway. It's cool. It is fire. <laughs> It is absolutely fire. Uh, but yeah, like I said, check out all their shit. I'll I'll leave their fuck. Well, uh, yeah. You guys want me to leave your Instagrams on here? Yeah, my uh, mine's complicated, but it's at who is gray. Oh no, no, no! You don't you don't even have to. I will literally just copy your Let's shit and go. put it right in the link. Perfect, because there's like two underscores and it confuses. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, a, in a debate with the the owner of the gray instagram account for for i think six years now yeah i'm the owner did it. so i'm i'm working on it though you know it's coming soon but i'm now. the owner you're never getting that shit um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's some author. you know he writes books for a living he's, he's bought and I'm, I'm not getting <laughs> but uh like i said you can check out their their fucking music i'll put their instagram handles in um the description um let's see here you can check out our link tree just link tr.ee backslash this will be terrible you can request stuff for us to do tip donate um let's see you can support us on anchor for as little as a dollar a month um, if you were, um, I'm going to put a new request thing on there. If you guys pay 50 bucks, me and Bryce will jump into a kiddie pool, um, butt naked. Um, and so uh, be on the lookout for that. For 50 bucks, I'll teach you how to whip work and you'd be fucking making bank boy. Okay. Well, that's, that's coming new. Uh, classes by this will be terrible. Um, that's coming soon to the network, of course. Um, keep up to date with all of our shit you can you know follow us on twitter at terrible pada i keep i want our regular fucking twitter thing to be the same as every other fucking um page but some fucking dickhead decided to take this will be terrible on fucking twitter so fuck you buddy um and uh what else uh bryce you have anything you want to say it was a pleasure doing this podcast with you guys i really enjoyed uh getting to hear about your upcoming projects and getting to know you guys it was a great time dude it was it was great man it was it was nice catching up with you sailor it was nice meeting you bryce i'm very excited for what's to come for both of us likewise all of us all of us yeah i really appreciate you having us you guys are a great great time great vibe thank you thank you thank you um but yeah guys thanks for listening to episode nine um next week it's a uh guest list uh, podcast again, but then the following week, um, if everything goes right in person um, with Bryce and I in this said company, uh, we could have another guest. But um, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Anyway, again, for the third fucking time, uh, thank you for listening to episode nine of This Will Be Terrible. Um, and we will see you guys next Monday. Bye bye. <laughs>